It's the Muppets Minute Show, and we're your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! I didn't know my current voice. We're here to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Great Muppet Caper, Minute 26. Minute 26 begins with Kermit guessing the number 17 and ends with Gonzo preparing to show us how he intends to hail a cab. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how exactly that is quite yet. Nope. Not yet, anyway. No, no. So we, uh, we're kind of wrapping up our little uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy interlude here. Um, it's interesting because this whole bit, you know, I get it. It's supposed to be, you know, sort of cute, fun, you know, I hate saying sexual tension banter, but that's, kind of, that's what wow. it is. But you, but you know what I mean? Not actually that, but you know what I mean? But it's, it's like, she's, she clearly likes him, but she's trying to avoid him. But yeah. I don't understand her plan here. Do you? No, it's it's a misguided plan because it's like we kind of talked about last week. It, it she obviously likes him, but I think again, I'm going to stick with that she hopes that she could just talk her way out of this and it would go away. And then she right. built too far into it. So had to build upon that lie. And unfortunately that's where she is right now. I think, I think she is attracted to the frog, but also there's a, there's this misconception. Maybe part of her only thinks he's attracted to her because he thinks she's lady holiday. And if right. she discloses that she's not, he might not even like her, which, you know, again, shouldn't, shouldn't matter because now she has to deal with this lie. Uh, so yeah, it, it's convoluted. It's, well, and it's know, even more convoluted. Com. I mean, I hate, I hate jumping forward in the in the minutes, but yeah. I kind of have to since we're talking about it. When we think about how she actually shows up or attempts to show up, right, to this fictional place that she's right. essentially made up that happens to exist, you right. Know? Well, so, yeah, it's a little confusing. Yeah, and, and you know, I can't wait to get to that part. But part of me also then thinks that well. Now do I have to go through with it because I'm representing Lady Holiday and I don't want to ruin Lady Holiday's name to this? Right. Like maybe she realizes, oh, I, I really, I do need to meet up with him because I'm in this now. I've, I've inadvertently put myself in this position where now I have to meet this person. So, I mean, I guess I can, I can see that. And, um, you know, I, yeah. I thought about like, all right, so as I was saying that, I was like to her, you know, this could be, this is some a reporter from New York City. But I don't even know if Kermit said he's from New York. Obviously, he doesn't have an English accent, but neither does she. I think he uh, said he's from America. Did he say, he did from, say that? Okay, okay. I think he said that. But, like, no credentials, no nothing, you know, and, and yet uh, Miss Piggy's just going along with this uh, this whole well, but interview. In fairness, he did the same thing. I mean, you know, he didn't ask her for her credentials. So, well, they're, they're, they're doing this entirely based on assumption. Yes. Yeah. By both of them. So, I mean, which, you know, that's how most misunderstandings occur. So mm -hmm. it makes sense. But <laughs> Yeah. So good guess by Kermit, right? Number 17, because apparently that was right. Right. And he ends up going to the best house on the block, which we'll find out later. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I do love that random 17 Highbrow Street. It's a pretty good address. Yeah. It sounds like it almost sounds like a band name, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a good band name. Anyway, well, oh, go ahead. To, well, to kind of, and unfortunately, this is probably skipping ahead too, but it makes sense to talk about it here as well. The actual uh, 
street number of the filming location, which was nearby one of the Henson Studios, apparently, uh, at 17 Highbrow Street. Uh, that that bu- that building was they did use number seventeen. So apparently, you know, they probably knew which group of houses they wanted to use, and then picked the number in that grouping. Oh, okay, that Maybe. makes sense. Something like that. But I mean, they probably only had a narrow number of uh, numbers, a narrow set of numbers to pick from, anyway. Meaning they they worked backwards, is what you're saying? Yeah, probably a little bit. Yeah, you know, we do it all the time. Um, I love Kermit like leaning against the door. He's like just completely smitten. He's mm-hmm. in love and he does not care who knows it. Oh, I had smitten written down too. Really? Yeah. It's adorable. It's so cute. Like he doesn't even, he's not even trying to hide it. <laughs> no, not at all. He is infatuated with her and she is with him though. She gives him th- this, she really watches him, you know, leave and, and like very lovingly and, and gives a little sigh at the end. Yeah, and and mixes up her um her her language phrases. Yeah. Adios mon chéri. I'm gonna do Adios. Spanish and French. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> you didn't catch that? No, no. <laughs> I'm I'm unilingual. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But about the time exchange, we didn't even talk about that. I I love the little back and forth with the with the trying to come up with the right time. Yeah, it was cute. And the weird thing is, it's like 4.15, 9.20. You know, it's like, what? What are you guys yeah. thinking? Well, it's like she's trying to go super early. He's trying to go super late. It does It does seem strange that those are the first times they go for. Yeah. Like, if you're going to meet for dinner, wouldn't you naturally just land somewhere around 7? Yeah. Wouldn't that just kind of be where it goes? Yeah. yeah. Now, now, do you think Piggy, when she said 8 at the end, was trying to throw him off so she's st- one last ditch effort not to do this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, she's trying to do, I feel like I've seen this bit before probably a million times, but I can't think of where, but it's like one last effort to to throw him off to like maybe beg forgiveness later. Like, yeah. oh, well, we missed, we must have missed each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think she still has a valid uh, excuse though. If she, if she shows up at the wrong time, she's like, oh, we mentioned so many times. I'm sorry. Right. Right. And maybe that was the purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You never know. Oh, you she. Never know devious one she is she is um so uh, are we cool to go outside the office we're done with this scene i think so i'm sure we got some kermit and piggy stuff later on in the movie i'm sure we'll have plenty of that um so this this very very kind doorman is helping gonzo (laughs) straighten up his nose i know that's adorable it's really cute and i love the little bop like he finishes it and he just goes pop like (laughs) Like, you're going to be fine there, buddy. It's so cute. As only the great actor Rodney Lovick could do. Oh, good old Rodney. Like, it's another Rodney, right? Wasn't there an... Or wait, was that Godfrey? Godfrey. These are all, these are all yeah. such British names. I love it. Rodfrey Lovick is the doorman here. This was he said his... Rodfrey. <laughs> <laughs> Fonzie, Rodfrey. Wow. Just give him all up. Uh, he was the doorman. He this was his next to last role before retirement, and uh, he only had about five or six roles in his entire life. Oh wow! Well, that's a shame. Yeah. And 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 he has. Uh, there's a picture of him that Gonzo took somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Did you add that to our list? <laughs> I did. It's added. All right. A good. Photo of doorman. And he even tips his little cap as he takes the photo. So it's a good photo. It's a good yeah. photo. 
Yeah, he doesn't get surprised by the flash at all. He doesn't like that's that, that was really impressive to me that he didn't like jump back or anything. Yeah, it's just further like I, I like the little bits in these movies. And we've talked about this before, but like whenever they just behave as if everything is perfectly normal, like this is just life. There's a weird whatever taking yeah. my picture, but that I'm the doorman and he's a customer and I'm just trying to be you're not a customer, but you know, what I mean? he's a guest and I'm trying to be polite. Doesn't matter that he's a whatever and there's a frog and a bear walking next to me. It doesn't matter. Everything's hey, normal. Right. And he just fixed his nose. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he's helpful. Does he have doormen uh, do? Yeah, I'm sure doormen have uh have a lot of uh uh experience helping customers with weird requests like that and straightening them out and helping them. Yeah. So, Nick, did you anticipate that I was gonna have a huge problem? With this next exchange? Um, no. Okay. I have a huge problem with this next exchange. Okay. They're walking out of this supposedly oh, business okay. meeting. Yeah. Yeah. With a, yeah. With a victim of a crime who they're trying to get information from. And the first question out of Fozzie's mouth is, was she pretty? Yeah. It's a problem. Okay. Okay. And we need to bring that to people's attention. I know that this is a Kermit and Miss Piggy love story. I get it. But the way that this is just presented as if it's no big deal is problematic to me. And not only that, the way that Kermit responds to Fozzie, there is nothing that he says that would ever indicate that they got any sort of useful information. And he didn't. Granted, he didn't. He didn't. But the first thing out of his mouth should have been, no, I wasn't able to get any information, but we're meeting later today so that I can get some information. Not, she is pretty <laughs> and has nice eyes and sturdy legs. Sturdy and I legs. think she was attracted to me. Yeah. None of these things are okay. You guys are here to catch jewel thieves, okay? And I've said my piece. You go. The only defense I have here is that they just went into the office of a uh, a fashion designer with fashion models. All Fozzie and Gonzo know is they just met three very attractive high fashion models in the uh, in the lobby of this office. So I, I, I'm sorry to break this to you, Annie, but the first question of any male's mouth after they leave a, 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 a office full of models was was she attractive i think you're not a you're not breaking anything to me because i know how males think but i think that in this scenario when you're in a professional scenario where that should not be the first thing out of your mouth. where have they been professional yet i think their track record stands for themselves okay that in and of itself is a defense that is a defense that it's completely inappropriate, and I will take that as a defense because it is, in fact, completely inappropriate. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell. Yes, I agree. It's unprofessional, but it's along the lines of everything else they've done so far. They shouldn't even okay. be here. Okay, fair enough. From the from the uh, from the viewpoint and perspective of these characters, sure. From the viewpoint and perspective of the people creating this movie, maybe not so much. And as we'll find out later this week. From the get-go, we Kermit has considered this a date. Like, right, right. He doesn't even consider this a meeting to get information. Oh, not at all. And not at all. It just continues to get worse. Yeah. But here's the thing. They could have easily made all of this okay. They could have easily made all of this okay by adding a line here or there 
or just creating a little bit more of a, a, a logical leap from, Hey, I got this information yeah. and, and here's, here's the information, Fozzie, you go run with it. And by the way, I'm kind of attracted to this lady and we're going to go out on a date as, <laughs> as a, by the way, and a, a, a separate issue as opposed to who cares about the jewel thieves. We're no longer caring about jewel thieves. We're no longer caring about any of the things we came here for. It's about me going out on this date. Yeah. Like I, and, I, and that's where my, that's where my problem is. And I feel like maybe not so much with like the feminist issue, because that's maybe the biggest part of this that bothers me, but even in a plot related issue, it's like suddenly everything important about this plot is completely forgotten in the next, <laughs> in the next 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So, so I had to bring it up as a, as an issue. It's a, it's a bone of contention for me. Uh, I don't like it at all. And I don't, I don't like the way that this, this, this whole scene transpired. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't have been Fozzie's first question. It didn't, it shouldn't have, and it doesn't feel right. It does. It feels, it feels gross. And I don't want to be watching the Muppets and feeling gross. So, so Kermit should have anyway. steered him back on course. I mean, like, that's not important, Fozzie. What is important is that I didn't get any information. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, she's playing. I didn't her. get in, or at least communicated that to him at all. Yeah. I know you're joking, but at least communicated no. that to him in this conversation because it's like right. they're leaving and Fozzie has no clue where this is headed in, 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 in terms of what they actually came for. I mean, I was only half joking there. I mean, realistically, right. he could have been, you know, and, and, and she's playing a tight lift. Right. Not revealing any information here. Right. And I mean, as we find out later, like, you know, Kermit might have ulterior motives, but it's it still just it still doesn't feel right. The yeah. way that everything the way that everything happened in this in this conversation. So blase, so natural. Like this is this is this is naturally what they would be talking about after coming out of some interview with some woman. Like I just it's just it's grosses me out. Maybe it's just because I'm just so aware, hyper aware of this stuff going on right now. Mm -hmm. But it grossed me out. I don't like it anyway. We can move on. We've talked about it quite a bit, well, but I had yeah. to bring it up. I just think, unfortunately, it's they were they were thinking this is realistic guy talk, and unfortunately, that might be the case. Yeah, and that's a problem. Uh, so. I get it. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like biting your lip, and you're wanting to just just scream. I no, get no, it. No, no, no. It, it's. I get it. You you need you need to look at this from the point of view from a female who wants to be taken seriously. Right. So it's a, it's it's upsetting and and for young children watching this and little girls watching this that think this is the only thing that anyone could possibly value is my appearance. It sounds cliché, but it's true and it's harmful. Yeah. So it's just it needs to be acknowledged as a problem. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm just pointing it out. And anytime this sort of chauvinistic behavior shows up in, in the Muppets, usually coming out of Ralph, as we've discussed before, <laughs> but I don't like seeing it out of Kermit and Fozzie, so I had to bring it up. All right. Um, it's not them saying it's not okay for them to find her attractive. Obviously, that's fine. Right. It, it was. It's just the context and flow of this scene that that disturbs me. Yeah, so. I see. Right. I see. Okay. It. All right. I do love that Fozzie keeps licking his his paw to like smooth out his fur right. i find that detail really cute it's like frank decided to do that once and then was like oh this is cute and funny i'm gonna keep doing this it's like a character tip yeah. for this character i've created yeah i love it and he says it runs in the family which is another funny little um brother joke gotta keep that gag going yeah 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 i like that they keep this gag going throughout because i mean i could easily kind of forget that that's what they're going for because it's so not obvious mm -hmm. if they if they weren't to keep it going right. so I, I i love these jokes um, anyway, so he's trying to hail the cab. 
Why do you think the Cavs aren't stopping? Do you think it's because he's a frog, or do you think they're just they're they're busy, or he didn't try hard enough? Yeah, I think I think they're busy. One, they think they're busy. Two, I don't think I saw any actual Cavs drive by, and 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 three, I mean maybe they they look and they're like, well, why would a bear, a frog, and a whatever have money? You know, and, and they would be correct. Well, yeah. Because I wrote that they can't seem to hit a taxi, but they have no money. <laughs> so I, they seem to catch the only, uh, well, we don't know yet, but we will find out. They do seem to catch the only cab in town that seems to not care about such a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, that is all I have on this minute, unless you've got some more. Well, I mean, I, you know, I think uh, Gonzo is, uh, is, is telling everybody that he is going to catch this cab. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder how much experience Gonzo has catching calves, and it'll be interesting to see what he uh, what he decides to do. I actually am very curious, and we'll find out next minute because he says something very interesting that can intrigues we, me. Can we find out tomorrow? We will find out tomorrow. Um, but thanks, you guys, for listening. In the meantime, check us out uh, at Muppets Minute on Twitter, and you can check us out MuppetsMinute.com, see what's going on over there. Um, And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow for Minute 27 of The Muppets Minute Show. (laughs) 